welcome to StarCraft Mad Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, this one is going to cover episode five. God, we're already halfway done. We wait a year and it's already like halfway done. No. Uh, so fast. Episode five. Uh, Game of Thrones. I think it was titled Kill the Boy. Kill the Boy. Kill the Boy. I'm the host, Mike Marback, and if you could introduce yourself, going around to the right. This is Kevin Pettit. David Donella. Lizzie Spellman. Katie Swerko. Swerko? Swerko. I've been saying it wrong. I know, I always call you Quirko. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone thinks it's a hard K sound, and yeah. it's a soft C Swerko. sound. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, this is Katie's uh, first time on the panel, but she's been heard on the podcast a couple times before, so it's good to have her. Uh, Alright, so... Up first is Lizzie Spellman because we've been talking about this over the last few uh, few weeks yeah. about the Philly Ren Fair. If you want to it's tell us a little bit about Philadelphia that, Philadelphia Renaissance Fair coming at you this coming weekend, the sixteenth and the seventeenth of May. Um, it is from twelve p.m. to eight thirty p.m. both days, and uh, the Mountain will be there as we have previously mentioned. He is. Our Viking King, King Thor. <laughs> and it's going to be super fun, and everyone's doing a really fantastic job. Uh, and yeah, um, it's in Fairmount Park near the uh, the Cancer Center. So uh, 4100 Charmanics Drive, I think that's how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, come, it's fun. Do they still have uh, opportunities to interact with him? Like photo opportunities um, and training with him? Uh, uh, anything that's the, the already paid for stuff, I don't believe so. Wow. At least not the not the one where you can fight with him, fight alongside <laughs> him. Um, I don't believe that is open for uh, purchase anymore. But maybe yeah. maybe some other stuff like... Um, the, the, the package deal to get, like, a t-shirt and a signed poster or something that we have, yeah. yeah. Um. And there's still the possibility that, uh. You'll, you'll see him. Well, we'll you'll see him. You'll definitely see but him. For, for me in particular, still the possibility that I can get him on the podcast. There's a possibility. There's so, always a possibility. Always a possibility. Always a possibility. So that would be awesome. All right, so some first impressions of the podcast. Of or one of the No, I think this podcast. How's it going so far for us? <laughs> I give it. A, I give it a C. So <laughs> yeah, it's higher than I would have said. Uh, so, what do you think of the this episode, Game of Thrones? <laughs> David and I said the same thing in a different in way. Different ways. I said it was kind of boring, and I said. There were some good parts. <laughs> it was mostly sunny and partly cloudy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I thought I thought it was great. I don't need uh, I don't need battles and killing to happen every episode for it to be interesting for me. Like these girls. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I love that. I, 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 I just, Not like David. I love the characterization where it's like, oh, if, if I say it's boring, it's because there wasn't enough stabbing. I thought it was boring because they were just kind of like talking about. Doing things, but not even like really like making decisions about yeah. things. Yeah. Well, I think the nature of the show is compressing a lot of material into ten episodes. The books <laughs> have a lot in them, so in the shows, I feel like they rush through a lot. And this felt like an episode where they actually took some time to just like. I don't know. Give it a breath. 
give it a breath. Give it a beat. And I appreciated that. So I can, I can see why how it could be boring, but also, I mean, we're going through like seven different storylines, and it's like, I, I want I want to see, yeah, we missed out on certain characters tonight, but that's okay because we got to sit in a little bit longer with some other ones. Yeah, I'm definitely more in, in the Kevin boat. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a really good episode, but for very different different reasons um, than than a normal Game of Thrones episode. I think very similar reasons as as Kevin. It it did breathe a lot. I mean, uh, previous weeks the editing has been very very quick scenes, cutting here, cutting there. This we were in one location for up to ten minutes, I think, at times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah various yeah. spots of that one location. Uh, but we spent a long time in Marine, the Wall, um, uh, Winterfell, and that was that was pretty much it outside of the bit at the end with Jorah and Tyrion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I've said before in the podcast that I really what I really like about this, or I like this world so much that I would watch pretty much anything that they do. Uh, I don't care how slow it is. I love all the history of everything, just like with Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'll watch all the deleted scenes. I'm just going to eat it up. Yeah, I, uh, I guess my thing was that, like, I felt like, like, if you think about it, like, we look, if you looked at like the, the, the recap of this episode, the beats, right? There were some major, major decisions that were made, right? But I didn't feel like any of them felt that important in the, in the thing. Like, Stannis was like, "Yo, we're marching on Winterfell now." Daenerys was like. His Dar the Lorax. <laughs> We're gonna get your fighting pits going, and you and I are matrimonied. Um, matrimonied. The truth. Uh, we are waiting. Ramsey's got some competition. Like there was like there were like big things, but like all of them yeah. felt like like I felt like all of them could have could have been like these big kind of like and, and like again like I don't need action, but like. Those all feel like kettle point moments, and none of them actually felt like that in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like even though the events that were happening, the stakes should be super high. It felt like the I guess it maybe was the energy that was being like put off in the scenes. It just yeah. felt like very low. Like I didn't I wanted to care, but I didn't care as much as I should. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, there were definitely scenes where I was like. All right, you're losing me. You're losing me. You're losing yeah. me. Oh, there, here's a good scene. Here's a good scene. All right, you're losing me. You're losing me. You're losing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a, a film editor. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Barely <laughs> a podcast editor. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that had something to do with it. Uh, I think the editing. Uh, I did like how long they spent in some locations, mm-hmm. but maybe that's just maybe that was part of the problem. Why why it felt like the it was somewhat anticlimactic is because we spent so long in that one location and then you know these things happened right away rather than um, her going down and see, you know seeing the dragons uh, or going down to the cages then we cut away for like 15 minutes and then we come back so it feels like more time has passed uh, here it just a decision was made and then here we are we're leaving no no I'm, <laughs> um, I, but I, I, I will actually also um I, I, I was shaking my head. I'm sorry. I was shaking my head oh. because I was thinking about. Oh God! R.I.P. Man, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not to do too much like that in the book stuff, which we hate. But um, uh, one thing is that, like uh, Daenerys's choice to marry his daughter Zalorak in the book, is like 
a like kind of crushing moment for her. Like she's like it's like really feels like a point of no return. And this it feels just like all right, this is a political move I'm going to make. Yeah, it seemed pretty badass. I mean, like, it was she bad. Was like this is what I'm doing. You're gonna do with it. Yeah. You're my man now. I, yeah, I guess Daniel you still. <laughs> How do we feel? Like, I kind of think that he's definitely one of the one of the uh, pick of the litter. Pick of the litters. Oh yeah, I like. Oh, yeah. If I had to marry one of those guys that. Oh no! Wait, she, I thought we were calling him the, uh, uh, I the harpies. The harpies. I thought we were calling those the pick of the litter. Now, no, <laughs> I, he, I think he's one of the sons of the harpy. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, or a pick of the litter, whichever. One <laughs> I was like, no, he's we'll he's good looking. Yeah, oh, no, and the son of the army, maybe. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. I don't think we don't spend hide your face behind that mask. I don't think we spent enough time last week really <clears throat> saying how. I mean, that really annoyed me that last week is that the I think Rob even said it uh, like these rich kids. Went around and now they're beating the they're beating up the un, slicing the throats of the unsullied, which are the the most highly trained warriors mm. in the world. Well, I mean they're using guerrilla warfare. Warfare. Welfare. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guerrilla welfare. That's <laughs> <laughs> really what the tactic that Daenerys needs to use. Gorillas on welfare. I save the gorillas. I hope not one dollar of my taxes going to guerrilla welfare. Welfare state. I think I think the the unsullied are like renowned battle soldiers. They're never going to get beat on the field. But mm-hmm. you put them in a city. You make them. You make them the town guard. Make them take public way. transportation. Yeah. yeah, they're using spears in, in alleys. <laughs> like it's just, it's not working. Uh, so Bars yeah, close at three. This is this is an open warfare, and they they're out of their league in that way. And I think uh, what's his name had said that to her, Daenerys's lover, um, Dario. Dario. I think he said that. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the, the overall? Yeah, overall. Um, I think that an issue that I've been having is the previously on portion. <laughs> when you're, you're having an issue like remaining a young person while watching them, Jesus, they go on forever. <laughs> no, because it's like it's it's almost like I already know what's gonna happen instead of I feel like they're really taking away the surprise yeah. factor in certain ways. It's like, well, now I know that that little boy under the cart is someone super important, even yeah. though he was just a little boy under a cart two two seasons ago. Uh, I feel the exact same way about the opposite end, mm-hmm. uh, and that is next time on. I tend to avoid all of those things, yeah. and uh, last week I didn't. Uh, and they showed Barristan laid out. That was, uh, that was a big, yeah. And that that mm. really, really annoyed yeah. me. I mean, that's partly on me because I usually avoid it. Like after, so at the end of this episode, I ran, upstairs, <laughs> ran upstairs out of the room because I know other people do enjoy it to to watch it. Uh, but I don't, I don't like how they kind of feed the info. Yeah. But I understand that not everybody's running a podcast or listening to the books on Audible.com. Or uh, has an attention span. There's a, there's a, I mean, there's a hell of a lot to That's be true. attentive about. So I understand why they have to do it, but some yeah. of it's just so spoon feedy. Yeah, that sort of. Yeah, I just don't like the spoon feedy part of it. Yeah. like I, I like a little bit of mystery, I guess. Yeah, uh, and in the next time previews. Show less. Yeah. Show less. It's like giving... It's like, here are all the big moments that are happening. Like, last week's 
<clears throat> next up for this week had a moment that I thought was going to be bigger, and it felt very much like, well, I know that like the scene was happening. It was the scene with Tyrion and Jorah, mm-hmm. and when you see the dra- when he sees the dragon for the first time, yeah, and. Um, like they're talking and it feels like kind of nothing because yeah. all in my head is like where's the dragon <laughs> is the dragon here yeah. yet where's yeah. the dragon and because that's what they showed in the in the preview mm-hmm. was just that the big the dragon and you felt like it was going to be this big thing yeah. but then they have another thing which is the stone men which is yeah. really cool yeah that was neat uh, alright so let's jump <laughs> jump in starting with uh, Winterfell uh, you got Bran and Podrick who are at an inn? What is, where are they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're hidden of all the inns. They're, at like they're, inn. they're on the trip or something like that. I'm very confused, actually. Because I thought when um, when Littlefinger dropped her off, he was dropping her off at Moat Kalen. And then did they go to Winterfell? Wait, drop Sansa? Yeah. No, they went no he right took her straight to, to Winterfell. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I thought they looked, yeah. they were like... Ah, oh, that's Moat Kalen. Well, that's where that's where Brienne and that's where Brienne and Podrick <coughs> stopped, right? So they stopped at Moat Kalen, and then Brienne's like, "I don't need to follow them anymore. I know where they're going." Yeah. The implication being, we're all gonna we're gonna fast cut to Winterfell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, I, that I, that had me like scratching my head at certain points. Like, are they in Moat Kalen or are they in Winterfell? Yeah. Obviously, they're in Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, Brienne and Pod are just at some inn, I guess, is that yeah. what you're saying? Uh, so they're at the the Holiday Inn, and they... The Stone Pony. The Stone Pony. <laughs> is that the name of it? No. That's, no, that's a place in Asbury Park. <laughs> it's also um, the place in Bree, right? In Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's a Prancing Pony. Oh, it's a Prancing... Where's the Stone Pony? I don't know. <laughs> stone Pony is in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Sorry. I tried, guys. Asbury okay, Park, the Shire. So... <laughs> And then this uh, older guy uh, comes in and puts a bowl in. Uh, what was it? A little wash bowl. A little wash bowl. Yeah. He gives um, Bria a real shitty little hot, little hot rag. <laughs> yeah. She's like, thank you. And thank um, you. Hello, you, you've been here for a while. Uh, and they kind of just have this little back and forth about um, who, like, who do you, who do you follow? Who do you serve? Uh, what was his answer? He was quiet. He was like, no, he's like... I like the Starks. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, the Starks? <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, he knew a lot about about the the, fam- about the Stark family and everything, uh, but at, at first, the look of him, he looked like, he looked like Blackfish, um, but he, he's not. No. Um, I just, I just want to see him this season. It'd be very, it'd be nice to see him this season. Yeah. Um, well, the last time you saw him was the Red Wedding. He went to go take a mm-hmm. piss. Three. Yeah, and he went to go take a piss. Um, take so, a piss. But was that guy he anybody? Back. No. No? No? Okay, just some guy. I don't know. If he was on a previously on, we'll know he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was, he was the just... little boy after the cart. <laughs> time traveling. So what's the main takeaway from this scene, then? Uh, <clears throat> that Sansa and Brienne are going to be, like, best buddies real soon. I think it's just that the, the North is looking for anybody. They, they like, or, or again, not anybody, but they, like, they would rally behind a Stark. Yeah, they want a Stark. The North remembers. Yeah, and that was kind of backed up by the uh, North remembers lady, mm-hmm. uh, who came in and tells Sansa if she, if she, hey, 
If you ever need me, <laughs> just no, get a candle. <laughs> get a candle, put it in the, the highest window. The of window the, where your brother yeah. fell out and broke his legs time. forever. If you ever just need put help, go to the, the most inconvenient yeah, location <laughs> that you have no reason to go to, but you're very conspicuous. Can't I just tell you? And light a small <laughs> candle. Can, can't I just? Can't I just tell you? Yeah. Can I? Can no. I? Can I wear a? Can I wear a special wear color hanky? <laughs> Something. What if I scream? Will my friends come then? <laughs> well, just wear my hair up. up. Can I wear my hair up? Did it's just the thing is that Ramsey's running around with dogs and he's raping people. So I'm just I'm just a little concerned that if I have to light a candle at the top of the highest tower, it's not going to be in time. I don't have a match. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also feel like. Priyan, at this point, is just telling everyone who will make eye oh, contact my. with her. Yeah. Where she's like, hello, my name is Brianna of Tarth, here's my social security number and my health insurance. Like, yeah. she's like, I feel like there's gonna be a scene where she's just talking to a dog. And she's like, the Starks need me. I swore no. <laughs> I swore no. To a ghost. <laughs> you understand me, dog. <laughs> A shadow. <laughs> Nobody knows what loyalty means her. anymore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the North. Is, the, the, they will rally behind a Stark. They just need the reason. Uh, Ramsey Miranda have sex. Uh, oh, Ramsey. Oh my God. I'm we sorry. talk about something that is completely superfluous to the show, which is Miranda's goddamn hip bone mm-hmm. jutting out. Like that fucking thing baby. was like I could not stop looking at that thing. Because it was like, and I'm, I'm not trying to body shame anybody, but like... Bone shame. Bone shame, but like... I was, I was it, waiting for an arrested drink on it. I know, it was out there. <laughs> the thing that, I, that was bothering me, or like, you had the hip bone thing, my thing was that while Ramsey was lying in bed, I was like, he has not one hair on his entire body, including his underarms. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. I picture, like him, a baby. Like, I picture him just like nervously pulling everything out. <laughs> yeah. He's got that thing. What is yeah. that thing called where people like. Alopecia. Uh, no, that's when oh. it falls out. No, oh, that's um, when it falls out. But there's like a thing where people like will pull it's their like, hair out. Beans with like a tr- tray something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's David doing that with his body hair. <laughs> it's called it's stress. Uh, it's called that, stress. He's that to me felt like a you scene know. that should have had. Felt like it had higher stakes. Oh, trichotillomania. Oh, okay. Thank you. Like, it felt like it should have had higher stakes. Like, he was threatening her pretty bad, and it just felt like there was... We don't know what their kinks are in bed, I think. No, but it... But you know what I mean? It just felt like... He's like, hey... The Sansa... Like, it just felt like there there was a threat there, an underlying threat, and... He was, it just it also watching the choreography it felt like two high schoolers trying their best <laughs> to get through like a dance number together. I was gonna say yeah. Like, he's like didn't look and like fucking. She she, she she kissed him but like his lip got caught in her braces. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. why he Oh, time for some dry sex. Oh, <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I gotta go to dinner. Oh, was was it like good for you? <laughs> <laughs> so like shaggy. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's just game. Let's get out of here. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, Sansa gets a visit from the old lady. Says, "Light a candle. Put it in the highest window of the highest tower." Uh, and then she goes, and it's Bran's window. Uh, he got tossed out of there. Uh, Miranda. Previously on Game of Thrones. <laughs> 
uh, Miranda. Well, I mean, there's so much happens in this in this show that I mean, just saying something like that, some people are probably going to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's right." That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I want to not only I want to shame them though. But <laughs> not only I do not know. Not only is it seasons ago, but it's it's like lifetimes ago in this yeah. in this show. Uh, because your your attitudes and your feelings change about these characters as as different things happen. Like Jamie, Jamie's was, the man. Jamie's yeah. the one that Brand's pushed a little him. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I ain't uh, going into Hodor's mind too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Miranda and Sansa. Miranda goes over and meets Sansa. Kind of tips her off to. Uh, yeah. Gave to, her the whole like you're so pretty. Yeah. Oh. No, you're like so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and what else happens in this scene? Um, she goes. Uh, uh, Miranda brings her to the kennels. Yeah, the kennels. The kennels. What's Miranda's deal with the kennel? Her dad runs them. What's with the Boltons and those dogs? They like them. Like dogs. <laughs> like they really like dogs. angry, scary <laughs> dogs. Well, yeah, they're like they're all they're, they're all about fear, and so they sick the dogs on people. Yeah. Well, let's hope Stannis doesn't come to save Winterfell and get scared off by the dogs <laughs> oh like Yara did. Yara, all right, still somewhere. He's got dogs. Like, yeah, it's shivering thinking about those dogs. God, I would like a written apology for that. <laughs> Because no, because here's why. Because at the end of this show, at some point, somebody's going to jump on the back of an effing dragon and try to stab it through the brain a bunch of times, and then they're going to have to explain why somebody with with eight with a crew like ten deep ran away from some dogs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So she shows him where uh, where Theon is. Uh, Sansa and Theon reek. Reek. Yeah, um, she just kind of walks away disgusted. I thought uh, she was going to stab him with that little pendant thingy she had hanging off her neck. <laughs> and, oh my god, this is... I really thought it was going to be Nymeria. I thought so, oh, I thought yeah, it was going to be a direwolf. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. And then I was like, huh, I'm stupid for that it. thing. Well, I thought it was going to be Shaggy <laughs> Dog or one of the other direwolves, not yeah. Nymeria. We're on... Noticeably Sorry. absent. Yeah. Well, the, one of the, the reason that she went there was because uh, she said that you have every time you make clothes, you can think of your your mom. Uh, that will remind you of your mom. Oh, there's one other thing that will remind you. Uh, isn't this what, isn't that what she said? Yeah. Uh, and then it's it's she's like a mean Theon. girl from that movie Mean Girls. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what David yeah. is quoting before. Yeah. You're like I didn't really see pretty. It. So pretty. <laughs> Uh, so fetch. So, yeah, what's so the? Fetch. Well, we'll get to it in a second. Let's just move on. Uh, Theon and Ramsay. Uh, he says Sansa saw me. Does this whole thing like he's going to probably flay his finger or something. Uh, but he just kind of lays a hand on it and <laughs> says, "I forgive you." Um, I thought he was gonna just like smack it and be like, "Bad." For <laughs> yeah, tisk, tisk, tisk. I'm incredibly tired of Ramsay being like, "Get on your knees." And then, like, them shooting it like he's about to be like, you suck this. Yeah. And then it's just, like, some weird thing. Just suck it already. Well, like, right? just, That's like, just, like stop doing that as a ploy, producers or people who make the show. It's, like, it's enough. Like, we get it. <laughs> I want to see them pull out the uh, the Bolton family has the Valerian steel like, flaying knife. Oh, That's, yeah, the Zagreb. family. Yeah, it's, like... It's like razor thin, and that's what they would use to to flay people. Ugh. Valerian steel, like 
a very small knife. <laughs> I just remember him doing that in like season two or three, where he he had him and he was doing it to his fingers. <laughs> Gross. Uh, all right, so let's go to the dinner table, uh, where Ramsey's giving a very very nice toast. A very, very nice toast. And Roos is just looking like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, what is happening? Uh, and he brings in... Oh, no, there was one moment before Theon comes where uh, Fat Walda uh, says, uh, it must be so weird for you, you know, being in a strange place. And, and Sansa's like, uh, this is my home. This isn't strange. The people, the people are strange. Very strange. <laughs> strange indeed. Vampires and werewolves come out. <laughs> it's all home to know. Yes. <laughs> they all put uh, on a really silly party. It's supposed to be <laughs> Something evil's lurking at your door. Uh, yeah. Theon comes in and he's serving them. Uh, he says that, okay, now that you two are acquainted. And he starts pushing for an apology. Yeah. from Theon for Sansa. A, an apology which he knows very well doesn't really need to be said. I thought he he might have been saying, like, hey, guess what? Your brothers aren't dead. Um, yeah. Why, why, why wouldn't... Why can't Sansa know that? They don't want anybody to know that. Are you kidding how electric that that news would be? That there are... That, there, that would mean that there are three Stark heirs loose. Yeah, I see. I guess I see it's the overall. Incredible. I mean, it would be an incredible thing to know. Yeah, and that that would that would stay a secret. She'd tell somebody. Yeah, she'd tell Littlefinger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. She could. She would because she's an idiot. <laughs> she's a dummy. Um, but uh, throughout this, you you see Theon. I mean, it's got to be something for him to see something so familiar. Uh, uh, see the person of like who he was it's got to mean something like having her there so if if there's any Theon left in that guy it's definitely gonna I I think it's definitely gonna come out um, this season I don't know Mm -hmm. in what capacity but uh, whether he at the very least tells her like hey Leo like I didn't I didn't kill your brothers they're 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 out there yeah they're probably dead but I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he'll play a part in the uh, Winterfell invasion. Like last week, or the week before, we were saying that Brienne and Podrick will probably use the fight as an opportunity to get into Winterfell um, to try and save Sansa. Um, I just had but, an idea. Yeah? What do you got? Do you think Brienne and Stannis are going to cross paths? Yeah. You don't listen to our podcast, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I Previous, this week. Previously <laughs> on Stark Raven Mad, uh, that was one of my one of my uh, predictions was that during the uh, battle, uh, and then Frank took it even further, uh, was they used the opportunity to get into Winterfell to save Sansa, uh, and then I think Frank added that she's going to then have to choose between Sansa, saving Sansa and fighting Stannis. Um, mm. and I think I would take that even a step further, and I think that if she does that, she'd die because of it. I don't think I see. And I could, I could have heard that. Avenging. I could have heard that on last week's podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is why everyone should listen. <laughs> yeah. To every episode. 
of Stargrave and Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any other thoughts on that? Well, there was one other big thing. Uh, what was that? Fat Walder's going to get a little fatter. <laughs> He's got a baby in it. Yeah. And it's a boy. Yeah. Supposedly. So what the is, way she carries it. So yeah. what does that mean? Uh, it means uh, Roos would have like a true-born child. Mm-hmm. Uh, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but means something. It means he's got I think an option. it would supplant Ramsey, true-born son. Yeah, I guess so. I think it would. Yeah. Um, but being Warden of the North, Ramsey's not, like, going to get kicked out the door. Yeah. Well, especially not with the, an invasion coming. Here's the thing. Let's say in a perfect world for the Boltons, they are they they are wardens of the North. Ramsey would probably try to find a way to kill his brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. that's who he is. Yeah. This scene made me think of the scene in the last episode with Stannis and his daughter. I was like, oh, it's all about. The dad's yeah. talking about why they still like the kid, yeah. even no. though no one else does. Wait, no, this was the opposite. That, this was yeah. Bruce being like, exactly hey, you think you're a badass? Let me tell you something, man. I've been doing bad shit since the, the <laughs> beginning, and I do it so slick that, like, it's like, he's like, he's like, but, he kept, I do it, but like, he's like, but you're my son. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was his own way. We never talked about your mother, like, did we? That's right. I hung her husband and raped her underneath his body. Um, Happy birthday. It's like, should have hung her then. Now, are you going to help me keep the north or what? Uh, that's Thanks, exactly Dan. what I have here. It's like the opposite of the Stannis, uh, the Stannis story. Um, but that's, that's the fucked up Bolton world. Yeah. Like, that is, that is their touching moment. That's messed up. Yeah, exactly. it's like... <laughs> to them, it's not the opposite scene. It's, that's it's, what I saw. It's, uh, it's Ramsay, like, lying on a, like, lying on his stomach with his head on a pillow. <laughs> and his feet Father, <laughs> tell me about your first rape. <laughs> now, if I've told that story once, I've told it a million times. Please, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> All right, so he assures him that with the invasion coming, he's he's in place. Uh, will you help me uh, fight them? Yep, sure. <laughs> it's a father-son activity. Yep. Uh, all right, moving on to the wall. If you guys don't have anything else to say about the Ramsey, the Boltons, Winterfell. Nope. All right, uh, the wall. Um, so they we open up with a raven about Danny. Who was the the raven from? Is that an old one? Could that have been from? I think it was just a news newsgram. Uh, well, it was it was about uh, her activities in Slaver's Bay, right? Yeah. Um, could that have been one of the early Jorah Mormont ravens? But why would it go to the wall? That would have been that would have been early. No. no yeah, that wasn't no. too early. I, I think this was just an update. I think this. Yeah. Was, I think like. Daenerys is like starting to make murmurs in Westeros. Okay, it could, yeah, it could have come from the Citadel because it would have been to Master Aemon. Where is the mm. Citadel? Old town. <laughs> Old city. Is their library bigger than this one? How uh, many books are there in the world? <laughs> you I'm gonna write a book one day. <laughs> It'll be the best book ever. 
It was so sad. That was a touching moment to him. Sorry I don't know things. Oh, you know dozens of things. (laughs) Cooking (laughs) and cleaning and taking care of a baby. Birthing your brother son. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you know more ways to make a doll out of a piece of corn husk than anybody. (laughs) Your brother son. (laughs) All right. Um, So... Tormund and John had a pretty good scene, I thought. Uh, ten out ten. Uh, so what was what was happening there? And you guys also realize that when I ask questions, sometimes it's just for discussion purposes, right? Oh, I yeah. Don't, I don't forget. No, my, uh, <laughs> you know you're an idiot. Well, sometimes people like give me a look or even outright say like, "What are you watching?" So I just want to. Okay. What what happened there? But uh, seriously, weren't you watching? Yeah, weren't you paying attention? <laughs> All right, I'll explain it to you because you're a stupid person. <laughs> John <laughs> needs Tormund. Tormund needs John, but Tormund won't ex- he won't admit that he needs him. So John's just like, "Say you want me. Say you want me." And Tormund's like, "No, no, no." And John's like, "Take your handcuffs off." And Tormund's like, "No, no, no." And then he takes his handcuffs off. He's like, "Okay, but Sounds- you have to go on a road trip with me." <laughs> Sounds like John's a porno. Like, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Take the handcuffs off. He needs. He's asking Tormund uh, to go uh, north of the Wall, round up all the the wildlings because he he believes that they will follow him. Uh, and he says, "We're going to open up the gates. We're going to let you all in. We will give you land. We'll let you settle. We'll grow. Whatever you want to do, um, because uh, they." He j- he just wants to be nice. That we've been at war. Let's let's not let's not do that this time. Let's see what happens. Um, and then he says that he needs John to go with him as Lord Commander, so that they can hear it from him. Um, so it looks like he's going to go. He's he's got ships from Stannis. Uh, uh, anything to say about that? Were you even watching the show, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I was going to say. That Jon Snow is being super pragmatic about this whole thing. He's like, look, the more people that are north of the wall are the more zombie yeah. dead army. That's what I was going to say. Which I, I get that there's this longstanding, um, you know, war between the Wildlings and the Night's Watch. But it's like, yo, guys, there are dead people walking around and killing you. Maybe you need to get your shit prioritized. Yeah. I still feel like like Andrew Stanton put it the best when he was like it's like everybody's like squabbling over these it's like the it's like the global warming debate where it's like everybody like everybody here is like squabbling about all this like petty little stuff like gas prices and stuff like that. And meanwhile like the world is getting hotter and like weather shit is going down. Everybody here is like squabbling about oh who should be king, who should do this, who should do that and then there's like they're just like zombies that are like just getting ready. And they don't die unless you stab them with dragon glass. Yeah. Uh, like I said last week, uh, Kevin wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as Melisandre put it, uh, she put that in her words, which is, this war of five kings means nothing. The real war is to the north. Um, though we also talked about the fact that that could also just be a ploy to get her closer to Jon Snow. Because uh, he seems to be pretty important. Pretty important guy. Uh, anything else with uh, with Tormund and John? That was pretty baller. 
Then he like unchanged his handcuffs. He's like, mm-hmm. "Come at me, bro." Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you're real tough." <clears throat> Talking to a guy in chains. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> um, I like Tormund. I love his voice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's like all I could think about during that scene. I was like, "What are they doing?" Just keep talking. Yeah. Then there was a moment <laughs> where Ollie. Ollie came in and just kind of tore up Jon Snow. He has to look that little monkey in the face. The <laughs> kid who killed his goddamn lady love. Yeah, but she killed and his And then he dad. sulks. Like a little... Mm. I hate Ollie. I kind of hate that some of these very tertiary characters become... like. I see that kid as a waste of screen time. Like, That's I don't, true, I yeah. don't give a fuck how you feel, Ollie. Uh, me, Kevin Pettit... Does like fuck how you feel? Yeah. And producers of Game of Thrones, you know, it was one thing when you're when you're wasting screen time with titties, but Oliver, no. What are we doing? Come on. I mean, he's the kid. Isn't he the kid under the cart? Yeah. In the preview, that yeah. he basically just described what we saw in the preview, just a bunch of wildlings and him hiding. He killed my mom and dad. Yeah, I know we saw in the preview, Ollie. Thank you, Ollie. In case you, in case you're not getting the subtext here, you fly to Philly and you got a problem with Kevin Pettit and he fight. Yeah, come at me. Yeah, small child, grow, grow up, and then come at me. Yeah, Kevin will wait 18 years for you. Start building your muscles now, so you have a prayer. Uh, killed by someone in the streets. <laughs> Have you forgotten? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> now. You guys done ripping on ripping on Ollie? I guess. For now. Yeah. I reserve the right to yeah. continue at some point. If inspiration comes, I will continue. Uh Gilly and Sam are in the library. Uh, she's asking a lot of questions about books and things. How many books do you think there are in the world? <laughs> How many books is this? How many books does that make? Hi, Sam, you're smart. Can you count to a million? <laughs> Start from one. <laughs> uh, and then Santa centers and Gilly. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Scooby Doo's out of there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he just kind of gives her a look, gives her that Stannis, like, the, that look that always just is like that, um, that Gosh, gymnast, it. what's that gymnast that was always just like, <coughs> like, unimpressed? Oh, uh, oh, oh, Jesus. what's her name? Christ. Christ. Oh, it was not Jesus Christ. Was her name like? Michaela? Oh, yeah, Michaela. Michaela what? No. No, that's, who was that? Michaela. All right, so Michaela, he, he just always has that unimpressed look on his face. Um, although he was impressed when John chopped Slint's head off. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she runs out of there, uh, and then Stannis starts talking to Sam. Uh, you're Samuel Tarly. Um, so, what's his name? Selwyn? Selwyn Tarly's son? Uh, defeated Robert at one of the battles. Um, what was the battle? Do you guys remember? It's called like Red Store or something like that. We're at the Red, yeah, at the store. It was the only battle that Robert ever lost yeah. in the war. Yeah. Uh, and then he basically tells him to keep breeding because he killed a White Walker, and we got to we got to figure out how that's gonna how we can do more of that. I don't know that we'll ever meet. Uh, 
Sam's, Sam's dad. dad. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the book, he he gets a really good. We get a really good description of him as like just like the uber alpha male, and Sam just not meeting his expectations at in any way, shape, or form. And he basically says to him on his like sixteenth birthday, he's like, "Listen, we're gonna go hunting." And you're not going to come back. And it's either because I kill you or you go join the Night's Watch. Hmm. But you're not going to inherit my shit. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Like, oh, what an asshole. Yeah, but look what Sam's doing. Sam's look at me now. Yeah, look, <laughs> look at me now. Um, he's I'm become a hell, of a, lot more, a hell of a lot more important than, than Selwyn has. Um... All right, so Stannis is uh, Stannis makes a snap decision. Hey, we're going, we're going. Uh, pack your shit. We're going to Winterfell starting now, uh, and we're we're taking the Queen and we're taking Shireen um, and Melisandre. And Melisandre, yeah, because we're not leaving her this time. Last time we left her, we lost. Um, so we're, we're taking her. Uh, and <laughs> oh, we had gotten this is this is relevant because um, we had gotten an email. Um, David, if you can bring up that that email that I forwarded you, um, just so we can quote uh, who it came from. Uh, somebody sent us a theory, a fan theory, fan theory. Uh, Hot take. So we're going to pause it. Uh, a fan theory. Uh, fan theory from David P. Well, not give his full last name out because we don't want. But it's not me. <laughs> Just yes, so that we know, it's not me faking things. We have real Davids out there. So what does he... David represent David. Right. Okay, <clears throat> he says, As for Stannis, I predict something quite grim in his future. I liked your discussion about the touching scene between Stannis and his daughter. Now, like I said, I have no idea what happens in the books, but they love to get your hopes up just to crush him. True. I think that Melisandre will tell Stannis that they need another sacrifice. One that has king's blood and he will be forced to choose between being king and the life of his daughter. He'll either kill her and lose the last shred of his humanity, or turn from Melisandre and deal with a conflict with the faith militant and the other Lord of Light nutjobs. So, a couple things are wrong with that. Ouch. Well, 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 just just, just, just that the the faith militant and the Lord of Light nutjobs are two separate groups. Is the main thing. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's a scary proposition. And, like, it's kind of why we've all said it's scary that, like, it's why it's worrisome that he keeps his daughter with him. Is that there's always mm-hmm. this, if they need king's blood, here's this girl who's got a disability and, but has king's blood, you know? Yeah. So I can see that happening. But, uh, digging back into the SRM archives, um, one of the things I said, this was either last season or the previous season, um, was that Selyse would be the one to kill Shireen. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think Stannis is going to have to do it. I think he's probably, I think it's going to be needed, and he's not going to be able to do it, and she's going to be the one... Uh, to do it because she's been getting increasingly on her case as it is. She's kept her locked away. Um, she, we see how much she wants to please uh, Melisandre, so I think that she's going to be the one to uh, kill her. Hmm. Yeah, shouts to Dave. Thank you for the thoughts. 
Uh, Twitter is at Dave the Author, and the and the uh, website is the same, DaveTheAuthor.com. Check it out. Cool stuff. Yeah. Does he uh, write books? Does <laughs> thousands of books? How many books author? is this in front of me right now? <laughs> How many words in a book? <laughs> What's a book? <laughs> Um, Am I a book? <laughs> when they say throw the book, do they actually throw a book? Um, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Good. Um, all right, moving on. So they're headed to Winterfell. Solis and Shireen are going, along with Davos, Seaworth, the Onion Knight, <laughs> Kevin's favorite character. The man, Davos. Davos is great. Uh, he is. A, he's, he's suffered a lot. Um, four of his sons died on the Blackwater, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and... He's the he realest... his hands chopped off, or his fingers chopped fingers. off. He's the realest person that we know, that we get to know. Because he's basically like, look, uh, you can kill me if you want. That's okay. I'll, I, I'm still going to say what I want to say. Yeah, say, says what he wants to say, uh, does what he wants to do. Um, <laughs> reminds me of the Adam Family song. Uh, yeah, uh, but he does, uh, and whatever he thinks is the right thing to do, he's going to do it. He's gone in the face of Stannis several times already, uh, at least at least twice, um, and he keeps coming. He keeps getting off the hook uh, in some way, even when he let uh, what's his name, not Jojen, um, Gen- Gendry. Uh, let Gendry away, and he was about to be put to death. And Melisandre's like, "No, don't." Nah. <laughs> once again, he gets spared, so he 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 means a lot to this uh, this story, even though he seems like a more of a side character. Um, anything else on Stannis, uh, the Wall, John? Anything? Um, I just like that Sam is just John's very polite hype man at all times. <laughs> like yeah. making rational points. <laughs> yeah, he's making in a mild tone. rational, polite points, but yeah. normally he'd be like, yeah, John Snow's the best. Yeah. He's like, yes, John Snow is very rational, and I think we should follow him. I just love it. I just want to hug him. It's going to be an interesting trip. They're taking. Nothing's going a bunch to of happen. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> bad will happen, I'm sure. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen his extended uh, like open mic night at Molestown, taking his act uh, on Slint. <laughs> They're in a Winnebago. <laughs> uh, is this thing on? Uh, <laughs> the worst thing that's going to happen are henna tattoos that they're going to regret. <laughs> uh, I still think we should... I wanted to do... Uh, Bits where we, we did um, uh, collection calls for, for King's Landing because the Iron Bank is recalling the debt, so just like actual. Um, hi, I'm calling with a personal business matter for uh, Cersei <laughs> Lannister. Cerise um, Lannister. Yeah. Good afternoon. I'm calling from the Iron Bank of Bravos. I have an interesting opportunity that is coming your way. <laughs> First, I just need to verify some information. <laughs> if you could give me your PIN number <laughs> and your bank account. <laughs> Essentially, what will happen is you will send us a nominal fee of 15,000 gold and we will transfer 40,000 gold back into your account after a waiting period of four weeks. Who is this? Who is this? Uh... Yeah, you think of the the person that's got the name that they have to call, and they're like, "Yes, 
Kevin. He got a Kevin. Thank God. Don't have to pronounce it. Uh, it's actually my brother's debt. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on to Marine. Uh, More like Boreen. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done, David. Uh, so Grey Worm and Masandi, uh, we see Grey Worm's getting, he's still kind of out, patched up. Uh, Masandi's by his side. We see Barristan laid out uh, on a slab. Um, Which, um, who else was disappointed there were no cookies on his eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we well, needed some cookie eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Every time there's a dead person laid out. Is that a thing that's only for the seven, though? Do they do the seven over in... Uh, I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's not a very seven-oriented religious person. Mm. She's not very religious at all. Yeah. She's more family-oriented. Why would you be religious when you have dragons? <laughs> you are your religion. Those are your <laughs> angels, and you are their god. Yeah. Well, yeah, what was the religion of Valeria? Being good at signs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that the? Oh, that I might have flipped uh, flipped that moment. I thought it was this with all the dead kids. That's what I thought you meant. Being good at making signs. That's what oh. I thought. You meant. Oh. That was uh, Astapor. Wasn't it Astapor? Or Yunkai, which one? Did it, where, is that what you're talking about? Where they made yeah, signs with the, the dead kids? Yeah, oh, kids are like that, pointing no. the way. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. But they're really good at making signs. signs. All right, so I said making good. science. Oh, I heard signs. Oh no. All right, uh, so they. She decides that she's going to round up all the family leaders of the ancient families, um, and including up to and including Hisdar, um, and. She takes them down. There's only like five or six of them, right? No, mm-hmm. there was like a big line, wasn't there? No, there were like... Yeah, I'd say there were about six to seven of them. Yeah. Uh, six when they left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes them down to the cellar to meet... Uh, Viserys? Viserion. Viserion. And uh, what's the other one? Rhaegal. Rhaegal, yeah. Uh... And one of them push, pushes pushes one out. One gets burned up and eaten, torn up. Jesus. So uh, what, what was the what was the lottery for that guy? She's just like yeah, the bald one. You <laughs> you push him. Uh, and that's it uh, for 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 that for today. She says. Um, so what's the why she, why is she doing that? Scaring him. She's pissed. I actually... I, I know you said boring, but this is the first episode in a really long time for me personally where when they weren't focusing on Daenerys, I was like, uh, can we go back to her? I want to see what what she's doing. Like, that is the first time in a long time I've wanted to focus more on her. Yeah. Because for a while, she's been, like, bumming me out. Just, like, not... Like being bad, being, being a badass, and just letting people like. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was just boring me for so long. So I was like, really surprised that I wanted to see more of what she was gonna do in this episode. Yeah. So. Well, I think part of that is that most of her story up to this point was a rise, and everything for a while now is just kind of flatlined as far as mm-hmm. like growth for her character. Mm-hmm. 
uh, or advancement, I guess. I mean, I think she's growing as a character, uh, but her station is, she's pretty stationary. Yeah. Um, As far as movement goes, uh, physical movement, too. Um, We've been a Marine forever. Um, eh. So, yeah, so I just, I thought, like, her decision to bring the guys down, to get every, all the heads of the families, um, including his daughter, um, and, like, threatening them and everything like that, like, I thought that was really badass. Mm -hmm. And then the second time they went back to her and everything... The whole, I'm going to marry you, and the the fighting rings, like, I thought that was really badass. What's the the move to marry about? She's trying to make peace. Why does she care so much about... Uh, They'll recognize her as uh, their their leader. And this is the first time she's actually trying her hand at ruling. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Mm -hmm. And that's taking people's advice. Yeah. Taking her own advice. Or just winning fights and moving on. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, she goes to Masandi and starts asking her questions that she had normally asked of Barristan or Jora. Um, and Masandi was like, uh, I, mm, ew, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Uh, and then she just turns it around and was like, but I do know that you didn't listen to your advisors very often, so you usually found another way. So go find that way. Uh, and that's when, she, that's when she goes in and uh, she says she's going to open up the fighting pits. She's going to marry Hisdar. Yeah. What's up with that? It's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible because it's like, I just imagine like, that's like putting me in prison and then uh, <clears throat> having some, some gorgeous woman come in and be like, David... Get out of prison. Uh, by the way, the NBA season starts tomorrow, and you and I are going to Cuba to for a little vacation. I'm like, nice. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I, I, I don't don't know, know, it's just like, he's got the nicest situation. And then, like, yeah, we're going to get married and get those fighting pits opened up. So we got your entertainment. We got your love life settled. Life did a big 180 for him. Yeah. I feel like I would be in constant fear as him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She's like, I think the reason why she's marrying him because is because she's like this guy. I can, I can just manipulate, or, yeah. or mm-hmm. I don't need to fear him unless he is involved with the sons yes. of Harpy, which I think that he probably is. Yeah. If he is, then like in the back of his mind, he's like, oh my god, if she finds out, I'm screwed, or like if. If, like, marrying me doesn't solve anything, then she's got no need for me, then she'd just kill me later. Like, that would be going through my mind. Yeah, but it'd be a cool way to die. (laughs) (laughs) It's better to die as Daenerys' ex-husband than die as... Just like some dude who the was like complaining the to the guy who showed up at her office every day and was like, the city's not what it used to be. She's like, get out of here. I speak for the Miranese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll get to the final scene in a moment. I just want to go through some quick plugs for, uh, for whatever projects you have coming up before we get to the final scene. Um... I'll go. Great. Well, as I said before, uh, Ren Fair is coming, and uh, I'm not a character, but I will be walking around in a costume of some sort so I can keep tabs on the mountain. 
Um, <laughs> in secret, I'll be a Viking. Um, and then, oh, um, at midnight on the first fair day, the 16th, I will be at Philly Improv Theater doing verses competition um, with my duo with my friend Rachel Semmergren as Proper Dodgy, our British improv duo. And people should come and vote for us so that we move on to the second round. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. other than that, um, Duo Fest coming up. Yeah. We are uh, on the second day, which is the fourth, I believe. Yes, Proper Dodgy will be there as well. Great. Yeah. Kevin? I got playback next Friday. Not this Friday coming, but the one after. And playback, an improv team. An improv team at? Uh, that performs at Figment Theater uh, on Vine Street between 12th and 13th, the Asian Arts Initiative. Um, I'll be having a reunion of friends... Beardo, that's not until uh, later in June, though. Keep it on your radar. Check it out. Figmatheater.org. David. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't do anything that Mike doesn't do, so, uh, Mike, what, 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 what do we got? Mostly true. <laughs> uh, study Hall, the fourth Saturday of uh, May, so that's like the 20-something. Look it up. <laughs> uh that's a show that blends uh, lectures and comedy, uh, improvised comedy. Really, really fun show. You learn, you laugh. It's a good time. Uh, the future next show is the, this coming Saturday uh, at I think ten thirty p.m. Uh, really fun team at the Philly Improv Theater, twenty thirty Sansom. Uh, check it out. Uh, and Katie, um, Swerko. <laughs> Uh, you guys want to come see my one on one graduation show from Fit Theater? It'll be. Next Sunday, the 17th, at 12.30? Sure. It'll be between 12 and 12.30. I'm not super confident on the time. But come see me graduate from 101. Laugh with me. Laugh at me. Or don't. It's your choice. Cool. Uh, All right. And let's jump into the final scene, which has to be probably my favorite of the episode. Um... Because in listening to uh, Storm of Swords uh, through Audible, uh, by the way, go to audibletrial.com slash Mad, and you can listen to any of 200,000 books for free. Yeah. Um, and we get a little bit of money at the Gilly, same time. Gilly, you don't even need to read yeah. to use audible.com. <laughs> How many books are there on Audible? Uh, what's, what's an Audible? Can um, I eat it? <laughs> Gilly. Gilly. Um Right. So, yeah, go to audibletrial.com slash StarkRaven, and you can listen to Storm Swords or World of Ice and Fire or any other book that you really want to. What I'm getting at is, in listening to the book, which is so much more detailed than the show could ever hope to be, really, uh, there's a good amount of talk uh, of, the stone, of the stone men um, and how they kind of ship them off to Valeria. And what they are are people that have had grayscale, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that has advanced to a kind of ridiculous degree. Uh, and Grayscale, which is what Shireen, Shireen has, which they kind of stopped in its tracks. Um, and it's, I, I guess it's spread by touch, and it's mm-hmm. pretty bad shit. You don't want that. 
so they send them to Valeria, which is, for the most part, uninhabited with anybody but them, right? Yeah. Because yeah. um, Valeria was destroyed by... It was kind of like the Atlantis, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of, its, of that world. Um, but it was the first time that they really talk about it or show them in, in the show. Uh, and I thought it was great. Yeah. Because uh, it was mm-hmm. kind of the way the first did it in the background with the guy just, like, plopped into the, into the sea... Uh, I mean, it was almost like it was the closest thing we've had to White Walkers. I think this this uh-huh. season so far. Yeah, I love I loved seeing them because I'm I'm maybe I'm just slow on the upkeep, probably. Um, no, but every time they talked about grayscale and all the stuff going on on her face, I never fully understood what the disease was. Like, I always just thought it was like, oh, she had really bad eczema, like. <laughs> I was like, what is the big deal about it? And then when... Yeah. And then when Gilly talked about her sisters having it and how they, like, acted like animals, I was like, wait, what is this? What exactly does she have? I was so confused. And then when I finally saw those guys, I was like, oh, it makes you go crazy. I didn't get that. And that they just stopped it in his tracks, like, with her. Yeah. Yeah. It turns you into a stone man. Yeah. So I was, I was really stoked to see them and uh, learn some things, some medical things. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but I should, we should be clear that Grayscale doesn't make you go crazy. Those stone men were just attacking a ship because that's what they do. Mm. Mm, no, I think it makes you like... Because then why were Gilly's sisters acting like animals? Because they were treated like animals. I think it's part of the disease. I think it actually. I think it like once it once it takes over your whole body, you kind of become like a mindless savage. Yeah, because yeah. they were like snarling and making animalistic noises. Yeah. They weren't saying yeah. anything. It seemed very much like yeah. predatory. They, they were like, "Oi, you there? <laughs> we're commandeering yeah. you. <laughs> we won't come aboard, and we." Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, it may not make them crazy, but maybe it also is just the isolation of where they're at, too, that plays with them and kind of makes mm-hmm. them a little little nutty. But i got to think that if a, you have a disease that's turning you into a stone, more or less, it's going to make you a little crazy. <clears throat> oh, that moment was so awesome. Uh, it's going to make you a little crazy. Really cool. Yeah, it was a great fight. Uh, really cool. Very, really, really tense. The most tense part of the episode. Uh, and I... I Expected somebody to come out of this. I didn't expect anybody to come out of this un, unharmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure who it would be, but we saw at the end. Poor Jora. So poor Amor. Yeah. Uh, he got touched. <laughs> oh, he's I touched. Bless <laughs> his heart. We'll go into the details of how it happens in the book, but. Uh, the chapter ends with Tyrion being dragged under the water. Mm-hmm. And then it's like... Yeah. It's time. Yeah. And the, yeah. when they did that in the episode, I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers, are yeah. you going to do this to us? Yeah, and how about that moment? They <laughs> 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 said that like, they almost sopranoed us. Uh, just black. I... For like seconds, too. Yeah. Um, like to the point where I reached for the remote because I was ready to fast forward past the uh, uh, coming attraction. Um, the next time, um, but we see that it they kind of show it through his mm-hmm. eyes kind of opening up. Uh, so Tyrion's okay. Uh, did they touch you? No. Uh, did they touch you? And he's like, mm, no, no, I'm good. Uh, and then 
turns turns the around, reveal. lifts lifts up his arm, and shit, that spreads fast. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. So how long does he have? Yeah, that? I don't know. Well, I mean, they it's able to be stopped. Well, There's from what, proof of it. what Stannis said is it took every alchemist and yeah wizard. That he could get his. He needs his a wizard, up. Harry. And children can <laughs> live from grayscale, but adults cannot, I believe was the way it worked, right? So, like, those guys, those people that attacked, were kids that were shipped off to old Valeria and then grew up. They were not adults that had grayscale. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They became adults with grayscale. So, for Jorah, this is a death sentence. Hmm. It's like when adults get, like, chicken pox. It's way worse than when kids get it. <laughs> you know, exactly they, like they that. ship all the adults uh, chicken pox off. Makes me want to eat people's faces off. <laughs> so what do we think is going to happen with, with Jory? He has this plan where he's going to take Tyrion to Daenerys, get back in her good graces, probably be her right-hand man again, um, probably in his mind... Uh, he, kiss her. Yeah, kiss her. But she can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't. Now, he, now he can't even get that. You know? I mean, let's yeah, say yeah. she was like, now, yeah, welcome back. Let me give you a kiss on the cheek. He can't even do that. So, like, how how terrible for Jorah. I know. Oh. I mean, one way, he might just, like, cover himself as much as possible if it starts spreading <laughs> and be like, I will help you now. But then he, like... Descends into madness and starts fucking shit up for Daenerys. That could be a thing. I just picture Sir Jorah in a turtleneck. What? <laughs> I just I'm cold. Turtleneck sunglasses. Yeah. Why are you covered in Saran wrap? <laughs> it's a diet. It's just a diet fad that I'm trying out. Yeah. It's like a big floppy sun hat. Why do you have oven mitts on? <laughs> Why are you wearing oak gloves? <laughs> Just like nope. the invisible man with ace bandages and sunglasses. <laughs> two of <laughs> Who owns two of gloves, Jorah Morma? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he gets to Marine, and I still think that once he gets there, I still think he's going to get there uh, with Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, let's say he doesn't get there, but I, th- I think Barris will arrive there before either of them. Um... And just be like, oh. I took the shortcut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a guy. Do you think uh, Varys is still heading for Daenerys? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he seemed like he was going to go to uh, Marine without Tyrion. It seemed like he was going to go anyway. Mm. Mm. Um, so I think he he asked Tyrion to join him on the trip, at least, unless it was just Varys being kind of mm. you know, manipulative. Um, but you know, yeah, you know what? Jorah has ruined the Varys Tyrion banter for all of us. <laughs> yeah. We don't have it anymore yeah. because he took him away. Yeah. <laughs> what was his line? I am a person who drinks. I need to drink. <laughs> Do you have anyone? Because need the drinks. Um, all right. So why don't we go to David? If you're ready, yeah, of course. Uh, with some <coughs> some tweets, cool, social yeah. media shoutouts. Yeah, we just is uh, the sweet tweets episode, <laughs> a part of the show where uh, you know I I, uh, I take over the Twitter account every uh, every week and I uh, I tweet and I uh, like to look at other people's tweets. 
Um, so while everybody else is thinking of their winners and losers, I'm going to read a tweet that I like. Uh, this tweet comes from uh, Black Nerd Problems. That's at BLKNRD Problems. Who says, who makes this excellent point? Grey Worm being asleep for three days only means he's had 72 hours to come up with some incredible game to spit at Miss Sandy. <laughs> Good point, man. But hey, he came through. <laughs> he got that smooch. Um, Did they smooch? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. Did you yeah. Even watch the show? I might have looked away at that point. <laughs> they smooched like crazy. That's a tender smooch. <laughs> So yeah, that uh, so congratulations, uh, congratulations, Black Nerd Props. You had a sweet tweet. All right, winners and losers. Lizzie, you want to start us off? Um, I'm going to say my winner is Daenerys because she got me back in. She <laughs> she, she won, won me back. She won Lizzie. She won me back. Um, yeah. She's like, by the end, I I I thought she she finally like got her game back a little bit. Um, you know, she's back to the days where she's cool with her husband pouring hot gold over her brother and being like, "What? What do you want?" <laughs> like, I I think she's like kind of getting that game back. So I'm gonna give it to her. Yeah. And hopefully, I I really hope her plan works out. And helps. Just getting her Dracaris. Yeah. 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 Just getting her balls back. Um, and then for loser. My loser. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, Jora. Because he's going to die a slow death. Or he's not going to die. He's just going to descend into madness. Um, I mean, my my quick prediction for for that is that he's not going to die a slow death. He's going to die doing something for Daenerys, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But he's not going to allow himself to become that bad. Yeah. He's going to die in battle saving something or... Yeah. He's going to die with honor. But he'll never be able to touch her ever again. So it's really sad. Like, he he lost. He lost. So yeah, those are my winners, losers. Yeah, all, all you, all you, uh, all you SRM fans out there, uh, get you, you Photoshop wizards. Let's have some uh, pushing daisies, uh, Jora Daenerys mockups. Yes. Send that to at SRM podcast at gmail or send it to the Twitter. Send it however you want. Facebook us. I don't care. I love pushing daisies. <laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, Katie, um, my winner is books. <laughs> for, uh, for all the books in the Citadel and in the um, and in the Black Heap. in the world, in <laughs> the whole world, um, my loser. How many pages in a book? As many as you want, Gilly. Oh, um, <laughs> ah, who's my loser? I think that. I mean, yeah, I'm. I think that in a way that uh, the. I would say Ramsey's. I think Ramsey's a loser in this one. Because I feel like his dad's just playing like a puppet a little bit. He's like, hey, you're my son. But remember, I thought you were garbage for like a second. And I was going to kill you, but you're my kid. Also, there's this baby coming. 
there's a baby, watch out. So, books, books, and Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to say the loser I'm going to uh, agree is Jura. Um, God, I just feel for this guy. So oh, sad. So sad. Sucks. He got friend zone. So Jura Mormont, he, he, Lord of the friend zone. He. <laughs> He did everything he could possibly do. He was asked to spy, went the opposite way, fell in love with her, fought and nearly died for her a bunch of times, gets turned away, still trying to get back in her good graces, finds something that might that is that could help her, uh, and then gets uh, stoned, st- stoned grayscale. Um, so Jorah is my loser uh, of this episode and of the series overall, even though he... Yeah, um, not really. Yeah. He's, he's um, just a sad... It's, it's a, he's a sad sack. Yeah. Uh, and my winner is uh, his dar's the Lorax. Uh, <laughs> his dar's a Lorax. Uh, because he's... He keeps winning. He keeps he keeps finding a... He, he's he's the Davos of Marine right now. Uh, he keeps do not <laughs> do not compare Sir Davos Seaworth uh, to Histo the Lorax. Yeah. Well, he is. He keeps escaping death, um, yeah. doing things intentionally, whether it's slaving, um, uh, possibly being one of the sons of the Harpy. Uh, he keeps escaping part. Uh, uh, punishment for for these things. He's down in the dra- with the dragons. He, he doesn't get chosen for that moment. Uh, so, and now he's marrying uh, Daenerys Stormborn, uh, breaker of chains, mother of dragons, queen of the Andals, and the first men. Moving um, on, up, moving on up to yeah, and seven seven kingdoms, of course. Uh, so yeah, his daughter's a Lorax. What do you got, Kevin? Uh, my winner. This episode is Tyrion, because he got to see a dragon, mm. and that probably <clears throat> made his day. Yeah, he's the first... Until uh, he almost died. <laughs> not counting Jorah and probably Barristan, but uh, he's probably one of the first Westerosi to uh, see a dragon in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, you know, in the books he has an extensive knowledge about dragons, so mm. it's... It's something that... That's a moment that I really anticipate in the books, if it ever happens. Um, and to see see it happen in the show was pretty great. Uh, loser... My loser is we, the audience. <laughs> For however minutes total we've had to watch this fabricated love story between Miss Sandy and Grey Worm, I fucking don't care. But I hate it. That's why he um, missed the kiss. He yeah. averted his eyes. I'm on the opposite end. Give me some more. Uh, well, I mean, it's not it's not in the book. They're brother and sister in the book. Who cares? Uh, I do. <laughs> TV show. Right. Well, I don't feel like it adds much to the to anything that's happening. That I in would, Marine. That would I, I would agree with that. Okay. But we also don't know that it won't. Okay. Just yet. Okay. So I mean. I highly doubt that it would. Not to say not to say that it can't, um, but in a meaningful way, I just think it's. I think it's fluff. I think it's it's just like we need we need a romance story in here, guys. Well, who are we gonna make it with? Mm. And it, you know they 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 turned up. Whoa. I 
I would disagree, partially because uh, anytime somebody goes to Smooch City with Miss Sandy, they are my instant winner. So Grey Worm is my winner. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think that uh, I can understand why somebody would see it as fluff. But I think it's also like a little bit important to like have some characters that like are not important that we get a little bit of their internal life. Like, that we get some of that humanity. Because, like, just everybody else is, like, is like a player. And, like, you know, like, all right, Grey Worm's a good soldier, but he is just a soldier. He's he's just a soldier. And Missandei is Daenerys' maid. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a nice little reminder that, like, oh, like, you know, all these people that they just, like, that they walk by and that they, you know, stick with spears and stuff. Like, the people that are just, like, doing work and doing their grift or whatever are people that have hopes and dreams and whatever. Yeah. And that's why the scene with Stannis last night stuck out so yeah. much, or last time stuck out so much, is because he just is, whoa, uh, is walking around all the time, uh, kind of with that unimpressed sort of face. Uh, and then to see him kind of having some nice time with his daughter. Yeah, and if everything is just rough between everybody everywhere, then, like, eventually we would stop, we would stop rooting for Westeros in general. We wouldn't care. We'd be like, alright, cool, burn it all with dragons. If everybody's just gonna be mean to each other the whole time, then why do you guys get to have a planet with a long winter and a long spring? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, so my winner is Grey Worm, uh, for reasons previously expressed, uh, my loser. The who? The who? <laughs> who? So he's Ventura, pet detective. La who? The her. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Oh my what? god. What? I don't care about go that. Home, go HDS. Home. HDS uh, coming through. Alright. Um, god, now you made me forget my loser. Right now, the loser is me for having listened to Mike do that two times. (laughs) (laughs) If if I may, something you said, I I slightly redact my my statement about the audience being a loser because what you were saying about Miss Sandy and Grey Worm and and having the connection with these people, I I agree it is important to have in the show because when they die, eventually some horrible death that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna care and we're like oh man probably while they're making an ass yeah probably they're gonna just like die together <laughs> holding hands when the whole world explodes oh, they're Christ, gonna do notebook style they're just gonna <laughs> die next to each other spoiler alert oh did anybody go Ramsey yet mm-hmm. you said Ramsey yeah. alright then we don't need to talk about my loser were you gonna say Ramsey that was that was where my gut went when I when you named him all you should say Miranda who Miranda no she's cool she was uh, like, she's like, hey, Sansa, you want to look at some dogs? I like Miranda. Yeah. Uh, and I think I said this last week, too, but Sansa, she might be the most beautiful girl in the show. Sir. No. Sir, look, 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 look. Sansa is very, uh, very pretty. Not counting my Sandy. Oh, okay, okay. So, not counting my Sandy. Yeah. Um, no. Do you want the David Danella power rankings? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. not so, first of all, I'll say I, I, I'll say I'm a little bit weird, but uh, it's uh, it's Miss Sandy, followed by Daenerys, followed by Cersei, followed by Sansa. Who's that? Who, Sorry, you're forgetting my favorite 
most gorgeous person on the show. Miranda's hip. Marjorie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. live for Marjorie. Marjorie! Yeah. I live is, for her. I, 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 I know she's good looking, but like, it's like... <laughs> it's like it's like they made her and then they just pulled her apart just a little like I don't know what? <laughs> no Natalie <laughs> be my wife little, little, little spread out I'm, I'm sure in person it's very dude in person she looks like such a it's badass widescreen wide what's that of her head is giving her some wide face she's so cool Look, I, I, this is this is getting too internet picky. But Natalie Dorner is very, very pretty. Yes, she's very pretty. Agreed. Yes. Um, that'll do it for the for the episode, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that, that'll do. That'll pick. do. Um, oh, no, nice. Still planning on doing a couple special episodes. One of the ones I want to do is uh, the where they went wrong. That should be coming up soon, mm-hmm. uh, where we discuss uh, a particular character or family. Uh, and exactly where the different people on the panel feel that they went wrong. Uh, like Rob Stark, we would talk about different things that caused, you know, events that led up to the Red, red Wedding. Um, another one I want to do is, um, like, top ten moments uh, from each season. Um mm-hmm. or maybe top five moments because I want to have different people do it. But yeah, there's uh more to look forward to besides just uh the week to week. What uh, about when what about when I do a more fleshed out, good looking powering because I'll do dudes too. <laughs> yeah. You do that. <laughs> yeah. Um and it'll David, just be me. And David is going to make some enemies. Yeah. Uh cool. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.